0: is good divine feminine gang gang welcome to what is technically the first divine feminine friday podcast super duper excited lit my candle um i'm so excited for tonight you guys i'm gonna be doing my first podcast with the tarot of sexual magic and so it's kind of like one of those things. Like even when you listen to that that song by Betty Wright, um, "Tonight Is the Night," and she's introducing it to her mom, and her mom's like, "I know you're not gonna go out there and sing this, though." <laughs> That's the energy that I'm in right now. Um, but looking forward to that, so you'll want to join me with that. I'm not sure if I'm gonna do to it tonight, tonight or early morning. But anyways for today's podcast as you can see by the title i am gonna title it but do you love you some her do you love you some me you know do i love me some me something along those lines and it's funny because even as i'm doing this and i had i have just a couple notes before i pull a card so I'm here shuffling, clear the energy um, and and we'll see what the divine feminine archetype is for this Friday. but um, I know for sure I want to label it that. Here's the pretext and this is what i'm I'm starting to understand too. this is my opportunity to co-create with divine source. Um, I've been encouraging the collective divine feminine divine masculines to go ahead run your natal charts, find out what your blueprint is, you know, um, and so with me encouraging you to do that, I did provide some resources yesterday, and with yesterdays, we were exploring, you know, um, there are several houses in your natal chart that talk about your wealth and your prosperity and things that you're going to be good at, okay, um, and so, with me doing that, um, some of you already know, I already paid someone last summer to do, I want to say it was like six to eight sessions, about an hour each. And so I took very intense notes and I basically have a book on my, my makeup of who I am, where I'm coming from and where I'm going. Right. Um, and then I've also written a book. It's more of like a template guide. I'm going to probably release that next year, but it, it was based on my experience of having my natal chart run. Some of the things that um, would allow you to put in there things that, as you learn about yourself on your journey, you know, as you learn about your second house and you start to get little bits and pieces of information, you can always go to that section and add the information about yourself under that and create your own book. And I love it because it's good for yourself to reflect on in the future, but also something to give to your kids. So, still kind of finalizing that. But anyways, with me running, uh, I decided to just check another website, um, Astro Cafe Astrology. Highly recommend it, especially if you're a newbie. Um, and I'm going to definitely recommend that you take baby steps. <clears throat> but one of the things I loved as I was reading it for myself, you guys, so I'm not just... Telling me what to do. I'm in there. I'm in the trenches with you These podcasts are not about me coming on here and having verbal diarrhea and telling me what to do I'm in the trenches with you I'm right there alongside you in the spiritual boot camp of earth Mastering my craft Figuring out who I am figuring out what my mission is, right? So I looked over my chart, and there were some things in there. Um, do I still? Let me just double check, because I accidentally closed. There Here it is. Um, and so I was looking over my, cha- my chart, getting an even more better understanding of it. And so I, I just started to fall more and more in love with me. Right, and so it was things like I have a lot of feminine uh, elements in there. Um, that's the highest one, feminine, and then followed by water. Okay, and so I was reading through the houses and the placements, and there was a section in there. Let me just try to see. There, there's I could really pull from anything, but there was one in particular that I feel I could share with you and be vulnerable, but you kind of get, you'll kind of get where I'm coming from. Oh. um, Is that, is that the one? No, 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 that's not the one. <laughs> Give me just a couple of seconds. I probably should have had this open. Um, okay. So for example, um, I have a, a four, a square between Mercury and Jupiter. And so, one of the things, or the, you know, with a square, it's something that's like a difficulty. It says, she is frivolous and imprudent at times. She may lack judgment and may be full of self importance. She may have difficulty realizing her plans largely because she lacks clarity and she often overshoots. And I remember reading through something like that, and it was like, I remember feeling like I still love her and I love her so much. And I it just kind of took me really quickly from a succession of one to two to three where it's like, and I'm gonna be presenting myself to a, a masculine that's gonna be divine masculine. And it's kinda like one of those things when you talk about what you bring to the table and those conversations and you start to blossom in front of them. And there's the vulnerability. Yes, I'm all of these things and I've polished myself and made my, I'm presenting to you this way, but I still have my little things that I have to work on. And it's like, at the end of the day, even if you don't love her, I love her. And it was, it took me into this place where it's like, okay, I see that. I don't have to be stuck there. I can choose to alchemize and transmute that. And because I love myself, it's like almost inviting you to look at this as if you were your own baby. We, we haven't really talked a lot about divine child, you know? All of us have an inner divine child. And it's like, oh, look at baby girl. She's having difficulty realizing her plans, largely because she lacks clarity and often overshoots. So it's like, okay, let me look out for baby girl let me give her clarity let me put people and things in place to help her really tune in and define what it is she needs to do so when she shoots it's gonna land exactly where it needs to and she's frivolous and i don't know that i want to change that all the time You know, I haven't even Googled the word. But as you hear me going through this, I want you to look at your natal chart if you haven't already. I know and I trust the process that you're not just hearing this from me at this point. You're going to hear it from other divine sources and other um, downloads. I'm going to type in the word frivolous. I kind of have an idea, but you guys know I'm a little bit of a word nerd. Um, So not having any serious purpose or value carefree and not serious. (laughs) And it says she's frivolous and imprudent at times. And so maybe it's not a bad thing. And so maybe I love her for that. And so maybe I am going to be that divine feminine that sometimes my masculine is really going to be trying to get work done and I'm really going to want to play around and tickle him and tease him. And he's going to be wanting to watch football. I'm just going to have to just... Run past them naked or something. <laughs> no. Just to be not serious, not to to have to worry about things, to be carefree. And so what if that's okay? Imprudent. <clears throat> that one sounds bad, right? But this is what I want you to kind of do. Go heading into the weekend, into the quiet time. I mentioned to you that, you know, Divine Feminine Friday is a perfect time to do your beauty rituals spend time with yourself paying attention to pampering yourself so in says not showing care for the consequence of any action or rash (laughs) so you know i could probably fine-tune that a little bit but it just talks about careless wild and i can be that at times And, and it's, I'm at a point where maybe even five years ago, I would have read this and have been like, oh, I need to be stern. I need to be, you know, serious. I need to, and, and and so we're talking about, remember Monday, Man Crush Monday was about Loki, the, it was the, the Titan or the God that reminds us to be playful. And so what if that's okay? Okay. Right? So I've been shuffling here, and normally something will pop out, but I feel like maybe that was the message that needed to come out <clears throat> up until this point. Let me just check my notes. Yeah, so go ahead. Run your needle chart. The re- site I recommend is astro.cafeastrology. You're going to see that there's going to be some things that you are on target, that your intuition has led you up until this point, <clears throat> and you've learned to master certain things. And you're going to see that you've missed the point on some things. And as you're reading that, how are you engaging with yourself? Are you still loving of yourself regardless against all odds? And what are you going to do to show up for yourself? And lastly, the co-creating energy. There was something in there uh, when I was reading my, my chart. It was talking about I have a I also have a lot of Virgo in there. My rising is Virgo, but I had more Virgo than I realized. Virgo and Scorpio, some Pisces, um right? So I and again, like once I'm starting to understand them and how they work together, I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I love myself. I love how it came out. I love this brutal print." i think if i had to really check in with divine source for assignment i would have been like yes that's my assignment give it to me put me in coach i'm ready to go love it right so one of the things that came up with the virgo placements and you've heard me talk about things like versace on the vision board and i and so with me kind of realizing you know okay, I do like materialistic things. I don't have to necessarily um, apologize for it. I know that it's in my rising star, so it's something that I need to learn to master, how to acquire it, how to manifest it, how to manage it. But one of the things I came up with looking at this natal chart in Astro Cafe um, Astrology is I could come across materialistic But again, it wasn't necessarily, I'm not taking it as a bad thing. The thing that when I was sitting here, I kind of had this conversation with Divine Source where I was sitting there and I kind of went back to when I used to work. And I'm like, you know what? I like this blueprint, but it was like, let me co-create with Divine Source. I understand that for the melanated um, woman, you know, the Black woman, we have all of these Um, the intellect is there, but it's not converting to the uh, acquisition of real estate and the things that we really need to make sure that we have a secure retirement. So it made me think and, and say, okay, I am not the only person who's like this. I'm not the only divine feminine who likes nice things, um, And I've talked about how wanting the Rolex and wanting the um, Versace are just placeholders to really push me to get my business model going, to get other things in place to get me to that point. And it's going to force me to be productive overall. But what I'm being led to, to do is fine tune it and say, let's turn that desire to manifest to real estate to real assets, to the real uh, acreage, the empire. Because like right now, I feel like we're divine feminines and we like the things that are in the marketplace and we're there when things get imported and exported and we have knowledge of how to run the empire, right? But we're not really understanding what it means to um, position ourselves to get the real estate, to get the investment properties, to get the vineyards. And I think that from here, moving on, on out, I know that maybe at some point we will meet, you know, <laughs> it would have to be super duper, duper exclusive. Um, Cause you guys, I'm a very private person, but I know that we would want to show up and have the best designer outfits and show up with the nicest cars. But at this point, that's not where it's at. I'm being called and I'm calling you to join me. Let's compete. I, I am already started looking up some vineyards that I want. And in looking up some vineyards that I want, as I was studying the Proverbs 31 woman, and uh it just occurred to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to own a vineyard. Actually. In 2022, 2023, I I would like that. I think I would really enjoy the process of going through and finding out where is the best vineyard, and um, some of the places I've seen are like in Mendocino, California, Um, and what would it mean for me to start to bottle my own wine, and the thing is, I didn't even realize, but some of them have um, a property. On there. And so then now you're talking about a resort, an escape where, you know, you can have weddings there. You can have have it as an Airbnb, you know, like maybe if you wanted to book it for couples, divine couples. Oh! Oh my gosh i didn't even think about this you guys just flow with me just flow with me and i'm still waiting for a card to come out i promise as soon as it comes out and divine source is so in control of this this is the longest i've gone without something popping out but i'm, I'm getting affirmation that that is because i need to get these messages out okay but now it's, it's about what if i have a vineyard where these divine couples can come out and we can collaborate where one of you are going to step up and talking about communication and relationships and twin flame relationships, you know, having a workshop while we're out there for a weekend, you know, and to be around other like-minded people to have the, um, yeah. So you could do like weddings out there. You could do, um, Airbnb, you could do workshops out there. People could do photography out there, or, um, one of my friends, she's into art galleries, she could do, you know, feature her stuff out there, right? So I would love nothing more than for all of us, divine feminines, to meet up somewhere, a beautiful resort destination. Heck, it could even probably be my vineyard, you know? And so it is one of those things where it's like, okay, let's compete in vineyards, let's see who can get the best investment property with the highest returns amongst us, you know? With, with us divine feminines, when you talk about a, a pride of lions, last Friday I pulled, um, it was a, a divine feminine with a lion a lioness on there. I talk about the wolf pack, and that's probably a little bit more of the masculine traits, but with the divine feminine, it's about <clears throat> the pride, right? I'm going to start referring to that moving forward. With this, ooh, and I just, I'm going to pull it. I'm going to pull it. Wow. Okay. It's, um segment and I was talking about the (laughs) light okay and she okay so it's the red lady I am pure strength I honor my anger by giving voice to it all right um let me pull and so the thing that, that when I was talking about the lioness pride she has a lioness face um she oh wow oh my gosh okay so it's time for us to get into this message I've said enough about what I needed to. I had pulled the card for, um, in comedic Spirituality, the Mutt card. Um, that's the equivalent of the Empress um, in the regular decks. And in that deck, she was wearing the red and white. In this one, she's wearing, she's in red also. But... With the Empress in the other deck, she had the Ankh. So the Ankh is is on here. It's on her chest. It's in her heart space. The Ankh represents femininity, and it has to do with life. I'm going to look at her headdress, and I want to say, I don't know what's in her headdress, Um, but her face is kind of taken on. It's called a neater. So in the Egyptian days, when they used to have The headdress, sometimes it would have a falcon or different um, animals that's called the neater, okay? And so with hers, her headdress is taking on the neater of a pride, of a lion, lioness, you guys. And when I tell you this came up right when I was talking about that, let's run with it, Divine Feminines. Let's compete, you know, it's, I I know that sometimes I can be petty, you know, um, and so it's funny because it, I think for me, I would feel some kind of way if, if I go and I see some women there with Versace glasses, just because I said I wanted to have it, but I could override the pettiness if you're starting to compete with me in things that really matter. Okay. But the thing about Lioness Pride is that we are running together and we're feeding you know, it, whatever the feminine collective does, goes back to the, to the pride. So if you eat, I'm eating. Okay. And this is going to be good for the star seed babies and even the collective with the lions. Right. Um, one of the things I love about the, how the lions work is the lionesses are the hunters. Um, they run in packs that are called prides, but, um, when they need to take down a big task or a big um, endeavor, like the giraffe or the elephant, that's where they bring the divine masculine in. But this one is all about the divine feminine. And I love it because on the last card, um, the Ankh was more in her womb space. Whereas with this one is coming from her heart. Um, there's a lot of fire energy. Um, nothing shy or unapologetic about this. Um It says, I import pure strength. The Red Lady. Let me go ahead and pull from the book. Segment. And this I'm pulling from the Divine Feminine Oracle deck, you guys. Um, The Segment, The Red Lady. 74, okay. I need to have some background music, right? I, I, yeah, I'm going to work on that, but okay. All right. Um, so just bear with me here. I think this one is going to be a little bit long, but I'm going to go ahead and read what it says. Okay. And I know I have nine minutes, so let's try to knock this out. She says, I am, I am pure strength. I honor my anger by giving voice to it. And to be honest, I'm not quite sure how I feel about the anger part of it. Because even when I look at the card, I don't see anger. I see confidence, um, very much. When I th- I think of almost like Leo, like bold in your face, definitely standing in her power. Her arms are crossed. She does look serious, but I wouldn't say anger. So let me let's just see what that's about. Okay. So it says who is she? Um, it says segment represents the sacred rage. Ooh that keeps us protected and reminds the world of the pure strength of female power. segment is the Egyptian warrior goddess, depicted with the head of a lioness and the body of a woman. The lion was considered the fiercest hunter in Egypt and a sign of protection. She is the daughter of the sun god Ra. And that makes sense because she, in her background, it's very much that sun energy. Okay, let's keep going the red solar disc that she wears indicates that she is a solar deity <clears throat> that's beautiful i hope that if you guys are kind of vibrating up with me on a high frequency in a spiritual realm you picked up on what that is i'm going to read it again the red solar disc that she wears indicates that she is a solar deity that's deep right there she's known to be as the powerful one the red lady she who mauls have mercy and the one before whom evil trembles Mm. the ancient the ancient egyptians held rituals at the end of the war and at the beginning of each new year to tame the wrath of Sekhmet. i love it because we're coming up on a new year and i've been talking about friday rituals right Great time for divine feminine rituals. They would play music, drink bear that was dyed with pomegranate juice. Ah, oh, I love it, pomegranate juice, and dress all of the segment statues in red. It was believed that the in, inebriation, so that means getting drunk. Um, it was believed that the inebriation would lull the goddess into a stupor and end her destruction. So it's one of those energies where it's like they thought that they could get her drunk and get her out of her element and that's one of the reasons i don't really drink a lot um at all really i've never really been into drinking but if i'm gonna drink something make a champagne <laughs> but then at that point it better i better not have to make any executive decisions for at least three days out okay so it says when your soul selects her card. So we selected her card. It says holy rage, sacred anger, and positive aggression. These states are being of being are crucial aspects of the divine feminine. It's the female power. Ooh, ooh. It's the female power that ends wars that brings home missing children oh my god oh that seeks justice for the earth and those who can't defend themselves oh my goodness you guys oh oh no no no. when i'm done here with this one when i tell you i'm getting ready for tonight um but i'm definitely going to sit in this energy for the rest of today the brilliant artist and mystic william blake um relates that the voice of honest indignation is the voice of god mm. you guys i'm i'm oh i'm sorry i'm going to i'm just feeling the waves of this The voice of honest indignation is the voice of God. And this is confirmation for me because sometimes I do feel indignant about stuff, but that's what you call soft power. Okay, the feminine has for too long been disassociated with rage and anger. If we can't embody the fiery emotion of anger, it often festers or expresses itself in subversive and manipulative ways. Ooh, and I'm going to say it right here. I want this podcast to be timeless, but this reminds me of, like, um, Brittany Renner energy. You know, she basically... Embodies what it means for all of us to be fed the stream of being loved and cherished because of her looks and submissive and having all of the looks and being a preference and then being discarded. And because she let that energy fester, she turned it into manipulative energy. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. Or it leaves us anxious and frustrated. Positive aggression, acting with love on behalf of what breaks our heart or enrages us, is what allows us to become agents of change to better our lives and the world around us. That is deep, you guys. I hope you can probably go back and replay this. That When you talk about treasures and gems, that right there, this is packed, okay? I know I have like two more minutes left. Segment wants us to come face-to-face with our true strength, power doesn't come from passive aggressive behavior we don't have to fear expressing our anger directly to an institution or a person who is acting unjustly segment wants us to see that anger is an essential emotion and segment is the sacred call to move that anger from pure emotion into conscious action action you guys she wants us to act with conviction and from love She wants us to create the healthy boundaries we need so we aren't injured again and again. Oh. Or so that we can free ourselves from a destructive pattern, it's time to end. We have a divine right to draw a sacred circle around us at all times. The protection we invoke for ourselves and others helps move us from feeling helpless to taking loving action the soul voice meditation is where can I create loving boundaries in my life and it and so yeah that's it you guys that is deep I'm pretty sure she's gonna show up in future energy so you'll want to stay tuned for that oh my god that was amazing all right so I'm gonna sign off what's this other one wow Okay, let me stay on track. Gonna sign off with love, with the love of your life. The love of your life is you, Boo. So show up for yourself. Gonna charge you with light and black light because black light eliminates the invisible. I'm gonna charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. I love each and every one of you. And until the next podcast, peace.